0: I am the phenomenal A.J. Star. Delete!
1: You're talking to the Rolex-wearing, <laughs> diamond ring-wearing, kit-stealing, wheel-a-dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, son of a gun! And,
2: I'm and now, your world podcast champion, Oh, the Maharaja has arrived.
1: And <laughs> that's how I figured you'd start off.
2: Come on, man! You gotta start off with that. That's some pretty pretty big news.
1: That is that is pretty big. It was pretty shocking that I didn't I didn't think they were gonna pull the trigger with it. But I'm I'm actually not disappointed that they did. I'm just more so shocked.
2: Yeah, I mean, Jinder Mahal winning the belt was definitely a shock, but. I feel like even the fans in the crowd were, like, with gender, too. And that's surprising.
1: There were, there were some that were that were going for gender, but then there were those that you know thought the same thing I'm sure I did, which is I don't think they're really going to go through.
2: Yeah, I mean, I was going to say, with gender being champion, I kind of wonder, are they going to keep going with Randy Orton and him feuding, or are they going to give gender somebody new?
1: I, there's some people that think he's going to start working with Rusev again since they started that little feud over on Raw. Wouldn't that and be kind of weird
2: putting two heels together?
1: Well, that's the thing is, it almost felt like Rusev was actually starting to lean more towards oh, yeah. the, the babyface side mm-hmm. right before um, right before he got injured. So I felt that too. So, I mean, because honestly, the whole handsome Rusev thing was pretty yeah. damn funny.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> like, he actually was showing a comedic side to him, which I think was getting a lot of people behind him. And it was one of those situations where I was like, huh, there might be something here. I've always liked Rusev. I mean, Rusev's definitely always been a good hand. A very, very, very good hand. Um, whether that means that it's going to mean something down the line, and he's going to eventually get his just rewards. Um, or if it's going to be, he's still going to be a heel, and we'll go from there. I, I think they need to give a give a babyface run for him and see what he so, can do with it.
2: I was talking this on Twitter today, uh, on our Rumbling Rumors handle, and um, or that or my W my WWE Ramsey handle. But somebody was talking about uh, Rusev, and I was thinking. If Rusev wasn't injured, I wonder if he would have got that spot as the champion.
1: No, oh. no, he wouldn't, because that wasn't the, the whole, the whole thing with Rusev, or I'm sorry, the whole thing with gender becoming champion was because they're trying to, uh, they're trying to get into the Indian market and, you know, uh, cause it's a, India's yeah. a new, a new place for them. So it wouldn't make any sense for Rusev to be champion at that point because Jinder Mahal is, you know, representing the country of India. He's he's actually from India. So uh it wouldn't have made any he's sense. He's actually for from him Canada. Be, is he from Canada? Yep. Okay, well his roots are from India. We'll go that far. The
2: funniest part is they're portraying him I saw some meme on here today. It was pretty funny. It was like we have another Canadian on top, but he's acting like he's but they're they they're portraying like he's middle Eastern, but actually he's Indian
1: you mean of, Canadian
2: well no well I'm saying like WWE is portraying him as like a, um like an Arabic guy, but really he is Indian and not Arabic like you know I hate America thing what?
1: And, well, yeah, but I don't know. I don't know if that would necessarily be Arabic. Is more so. It's just. Well, I should say Middle uh, East. They said the, Middle East. Yeah, because it's because it's India. So, and again, that's that's Asian. his background. That's his origin. So. Yeah, and and he can. Do, I think he can do it. I think he. I think gender can actually surprise a lot of people. Well, what
2: I was telling everybody online is give the freaking guy a chance. I mean, if, if you go on yeah. Twitter today, it was nonstop bashing gender. It's like. You guys all bitch and complain about wanting something new, something different. Now that we're, yes, going, yeah. to, we're going into the Indian market and stuff, and they're saying, oh, he's going to push because he's Indian market. Who cares? They're still pushing somebody new? It's like you bitch when Randy Orton became champion again. You're bitching when Jinder is champion now. Uh, you bitch when Miz gets his title taken off of him. Come on.
1: Yeah, there's, that's the thing is you can't you can't appease anybody anymore and and me and somebody else had that exact same conversation that it doesn't really matter what wwe does somebody's going to complain about it you want something new they're giving you something new and now all of a sudden uh it's not good enough for you and you you think it's stupid you think voided up gender which by the way i don't think he's on steroids at all i think just a lot of people are they're a bunch of haters that don't really know it. I honestly don't think he's on steroids at all.
2: Well, just uh, because I know, um, I've been a nutrition and bodybuilding for a long time. If you look at him in the past, he was always a little more thicker. He just finally cut down his body fat. Mm-hmm. He just literally, he just cut his body body fat. He already had muscle. You can tell he's been, he's been a big guy, but he's always been a little thicker. So he just really just cut up really hard and now he looks, even, he looks even more defined.
1: Yeah. Well, and on top of that, I'm sure he's built a little bit of muscle on top of what he already had. Oh, yeah. Um, but, but I mean, the guy's worked hard. You know, everybody backstage has said that he, he's definitely one of the hard workers. Um, that, I don't know if necessarily we can say that he's, quote-unquote, earned his spot or not. Yeah, that's but, the thing. Uh,
2: People are like, oh, he's a jobber. Why did you give him a chance? Or... It's like, there's so many guys that actually are jobbers that get a chance. And they end up making it really big. I mean, if none of these right. jobbers finally got a break, they would never become a Dean Ambrose or a Seth Rollins. Because at one point, they were the, the jobbers.
1: Boy. Yeah, that's what the Hardys were, even. Hardys oh, that's a, a great point. The
2: Hardy boys, for people who don't know Hardy's history, Jeff Hardy and Matt Hardy were always the guys that were brought in to be like the... You know, the shitty people in match. The you know, jobbers. I mean, the jobbers. These people that don't, don't know the lingo. Somebody who, like, say you have uh, Kevin Nash making his uh, debut or trying to make him look strong. They'll bring in two unknowns or bring in one, on, one unknown wrestler. Maybe a local wrestler or some stupid name. And just make Kevin Nash beat the hell out of him and destroy him. Right. You know, it happens all the time in NXT.
1: Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Well, I mean, Braun Strowman went on a huge uh, spree of that last Jobberfest. year. That's how they Jobberfest. built him up. Oh, yeah. You know, that's how they, know, yeah. That's how they built Strowman up to be the, the now the monster among men, which I think was who a great way of doing it.
2: Who else did that? There was one other guy. Was it Jericho, or was it? There was some guy. Dang, who was it? Maybe it was like a hardcore championship belt, something. There was some guy to always call somebody down, and like every week it'd be like some jobber. And then finally, somebody came out that was actually really good and beat him up.
1: Oh, I'm sure. There's probably been a dozen different ones like that. But Kurt Angle rec- something like that for a was while. Was that a three. recent
2: time? It was something like, I think Kurt Angle was the one who actually came out to that.
1: Well, no. no, Kurt Angle did the whole Kurt Angle Gold Medal Invitational, where- That's, dang, uh, you're uh, such you know, such good memory, that, dang. I mean, I remember I remember that because I thought it was actually somewhat entertaining. Um. <laughs> But man, not to not to go into in depth on on Raw tonight because I didn't get it. Again, I I don't watch. I haven't Raw, watched it at
2: all tonight. I watched some of it, but not all of it. So we'll probably talk about it more later. There
1: video. is, yeah, there is a video I did share though um, on my on my Facebook page, which I'm sure you'll go and see here soon, uh, where Goldust cut a promo about our truth and how him and Truth are separated now since yeah. they stopped that Golden Truth thing. Um, it's old school Goldust, dude. Like, he did the whole Shattered Dreams production intro, oh, things yeah? like that. Oh, it's good. Like, and he, as as the promo uh, uh, finished up, it basically, he said something along the lines of, uh, it's time for the WWE to return to the golden era. And it was like, whoa, this is, is, and everybody that's commented on the video this far, and I was reading it before I shared it. Yeah. Everybody. That I had seen. Of at least the first ten comments, they were all like, "Wow, old Goldust is back! This is actually interesting." So like, Goldust first devil's dream. Uh, there's a, there's a lot of people that are kind of getting behind this already. And I, when I'm talking old school Goldust, like he even went back to the original face paint makeup that he cool. did. So yeah, it's it was pretty cool. I, I was pretty well intrigued on it, and I really really hope that they go somewhere with that because. I think Goldust deserves something He's yeah. he's been around for a while and he's in better shape than what he was ever back when oh, he was very but
2: first but if you push, push him and give him the title he didn't deserve it like he's been there for 20-30 years Jinder's been there for like 10 or 15 years
1: no he hasn't
2: he's been there for 10 years
1: no he hasn't
2: dude there's no way he's been there for 10 years
1: Gender hasn't been there for nine years, or hasn't been there, there for a even a freaking nine years. long time. Gender's been there since 2009, so he still has okay. a couple years. So maybe he's
2: been on there so, in the mainstream.
1: Even then, he mm-hmm. got cut from the WWE, dude. Oh, that's true. So this is his second run with the WWE. So no, he hasn't been there a long time. Goldust has, you know, Goldust has tenure. Goldust has that that whole sympathetic, hey, he, this is a guy that... Granted, he would go jump ship every now and then, but he's been consistent with WWE for almost a decade now. So it's like, huh. I, I honestly can see them making some money off Goldust. Yeah. I think it'd be nice to see personally. I would love to
2: see it. Oh, yeah. So when, when did you say Goldust... Uh, or sorry, when did you say... Um... He debuted. When did Goldust debut? No, the uh, Maharaja.
1: Well, I believe it was two thousand nine.
2: Well, you have a pretty good, pretty good memory, actually. Uh, twenty ten was he was in an NFCW, and then oh, okay. twenty eleven he debuted at, uh, in WB main roster. Doesn't mean he wasn't a part of uh, jobber matches and stuff.
1: Oh, okay, okay. So yeah, I was I was in the ballpark. Just <laughs> I didn't hit the home run. That's okay.
2: It is pretty crazy. To look at Jinder, not even like, man, two three years ago, compared to his shape now, it's freaking crazy.
1: Right. That, but that's where everybody's given the whole voided up thing and all. Yeah, that but two years, three I, years I, I, can make
2: a big difference if you're already kind of in shape.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm just. I'm so sick of that already being thrown out there. It's like, dude, just the guy works hard. Yeah. What'd don't hear? don't hate on the guy because you're a lazy fat ass. Oh yeah. Do
2: it. Let's uh switch yeah. it up. Goldberg is maybe making another run.
1: Hear about that? No. Enlighten oh. me.
2: <laughs> I don't know much about either. I was hoping you could enlighten me. Uh oh, So I okay. guess Billberg well. recently spoke with ink dot com, and um, let's see. I didn't know. I didn't really. Oh this this was just posted about an hour ago. Oh, mm. I guess he was said okay. He's basically saying uh, on the possibility of returning WB for another run. Personally and professionally, it's something that I would have to take into consideration if I was ever presented. Basically, he's saying if he was offered enough money, he would come back again.
1: <laughs> well, and that's that's not anything different than what he's already said before. Oh yeah. I mean, He he enjoyed the run, like he enjoyed this little mini run that he had, which it it was a good one, and I don't blame him for enjoying it. It was it was nice to kind of have the old school Goldberg again, Um, but also at that same time, yeah, it should be about money for him. He's the guy's in his fifties, and he had
2: him If I was in his shoes, same thing. Um,
1: Oh, you know. On top of that, I mean, the guy being in his fifties is still in incredible shape. And then on top of that, he got himself in better shape so that oh, he yeah. could still be that that old school Goldberg. Yeah, you know, it's that guy's all
2: these fat fat people, people out of shape, sitting home eating Cheetos and all this crap, sitting back, complaining about Goldberg. You know, he's in wrestling. I mean, look at his freaking shape, man. Fifty years old.
1: Yeah. I was like I don't know very many people yeah. at the age of I want to see oral. their
2: ass when they're 50 years old and see what they're doing with their life.
1: Right? I mean, Gober's making money, but oh, even yeah. he said the same. He's he said that after his title run initially or after this run initially, he was like, "You know, um it's I'm not closing the door on it. You know, it's just this contract was set for a certain time and it fulfilled what it needed to be fulfilled and he's left the door open, but uh it it's one of those things where both sides have to talk and see what they think and can come to an agreement on. You know, so it's not out of the realm of possibility. Oh yeah, but but honestly, I don't. I like Goldberg, but I'm I'm okay with him not coming back. Let him let him go out. You know, let him go out on top. Let him go out being being Goldberg and call it good. Oh yeah, I, don't, I agree with that. I don't think he even needs to really come back. to Be honest with you, I think he's I think he's cool to just coast. What do you mean? Just coast? I mean, enjoy, enjoy your life. You know, you you've made money. You are content. Still making money. You uh, now you've got a percentage of your merchandise on WWE shop now that you're going to get a proceed from. Mm-hmm. So sit back and collect the money, dude. <laughs> I would I wouldn't be rushing to go back towards anything, especially. Uh, granted, how hard it was on his body, as he as he said before, that it took him it took him an exhausting amount of time to get back to uh, a shape that he could go in, and that's part of why he said it was very physically demanding for him. So, yeah, yeah. you're you're a 50 year old man who can reap the benefits of his hard work. Yeah, you know? that's true. Um,
2: the next pretty exciting rumor is. Uh... Got me pretty excited, Bay Bay.
1: Adam Cole?
2: Yeah, buddy. So, Have you
1: watched Adam Cole?
2: A little bit, not much. I mean, but I know of him for sure. But it's pretty exciting because I've seen many of his matches and stuff. And for him to be maybe WWE bound, it's exciting. So basically, um, all the rumors, all the crap, it's all finally saying that Adam Cole is appearing to be heading towards WWE. Especially after uh, the Bullet Club turned on him, um, they're saying that WB has been wanting him for a couple of years now. And yeah,
1: Adam Cole has been a hot commodity for them. They've they wanted Adam Cole. Uh, there's been a couple of times where they had rumoredly been in contact with him when his contract was originally going to expire, but then he he resigned with Ring of Honor. I, do. I mean, he he's been. I'm not dissing on Adam Cole at all. I like Adam Cole, and I wouldn't mind seeing him in WWE. Well, uh,
2: more than likely they're saying they're going to right push him as NXT, top singles guy. Do what? More than likely they're saying they're going to push him as a top singles guy on an NXT,
1: and he should. That's where yeah. he should be. Oh yeah, but that's also going to another rumor going into that. But uh, before we go into that, yeah, Adam Cole deserve deserves to be a WWE guy. And I think he'll get there. He's already been booked for a couple of different independent shows, so it's still going to be a little while before he actually comes. I mean, to the WWE. Don't you
2: think it's slowly? I mean, the bully club is slowly forming. I mean, you, well, you, I mean, you have Anderson and uh, was it Carl? Uh, Carl Anderson. What else? Another name?
1: Uh, Carl Anderson and Luke Gallus.
2: And you have Finn Balor. And now Adam Cole.
1: Sounds like a. Exciting, I mean, it's, it's, what? hey, Bullet Club's taking over wrestling, dude.
2: I know, but it'd be cool to make a like almost a real Bullet Club here. I don't know about trademarks and stuff and how that would work, but.
1: Oh yeah, J- uh, New Japan is yeah. full full on owning of that name, and oh yeah, matter of fact, WWE WWE tried to purchase the rights to use the name Bullet Club. Uh, on their show um, back when Styles and Gallows and Anderson were really? over together on Raw. Oh yeah, this was something that had, that WWE was trying to do. Um, they were trying to purchase the trademark from New Japan personally saying we will pay you X amount of money to use the Bullet Club name. And New Japan in a very emphatic statement said no. It's not happening. And I don't blame them. It's New oh, yeah. Japan's creation. It's like, you know, their really
2: D- it's
1: like their like, DX. Yeah. It's like, you really think, you think if new Japan saw what DX was doing Oh yeah. and they, uh, they approached them to say, Hey, we want to buy your trademark and use the name over here because some of your guys have now jumped over here that were part of DX. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'd like to use the name. How do you feel about that? You know, damn good. Well, Vince McMahon ain't going to give no other promotion, his creations. It's not going to happen. Yep. Uh, And it's like, I don't understand why he would have expected anything different from New Japan. That's just asinine.
2: Oh, yeah. You know? I guess I didn't think
1: about that. Yeah, there is is that little bullet club contention in there. You know, we've got Styles. We've got Balor. We've got Gallows and Anderson. Um, We have uh, potentially Adam Cole on the way. Um, Another guy who's a Ring of Honor vet. That I'm really hoping either shows up tomorrow night on SmackDown, tomorrow night. Whoa. Here, where, yeah, it. This has been a name that's been rumored for about a month now, and I and I brought it up on uh, Wrestling Reality about a month oh, ago. What's
2: What's Wrestling Sorry. Reality?
1: I don't know what that is. What is that? It's like this awesome show that y'all need to check out. Yeah, like, it is a good
2: show, but the host Travis hasn't released any Wrestling Realities in about two or three weeks.
1: Yeah, Travis has been regaining his composure so that he can make a good show. <laughs> regaining his composure.
2: Like you got knocked down or some shit?
1: I did because I got I want to concentrate and save good stories and good topics for the show here.
2: Tra- That's true. But there's so many things you can pick on. There's not just like current stuff. You can pick like top ten wrestlers you think are going to be the best, top five guys That's- you think were here or there. People love that crap.
1: Oh, yeah, which is why I've been trying to think of uh, a, a new way to approach it as opposed to being a recap show and things like that. Yeah. So it's, it's still things I'm working with to try to figure out how I want to. I'm approach just
2: messing it. with you. We're all busy. We all got to do.
1: I mean, that's just how life is, but, yeah, but now know. going back to what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really, really, really hoping. And uh, more so because of some recent Instagram posts too. Mm hmm. Wait,
2: wait. Say, reset What next, did you say again?
1: Uh, Mike and Maria Bennett. Uh, mm-hmm. Anybody who knows what I'm talking about, I'm talking about the miracle Mike Bennett from TNA. I'm talking Mike Bennett from Ring of Honor. Uh, Maria, his wife, uh, was Maria from WWE. Oh, yeah. With, I
2: posted this uh, on rumblingrumors.com a week or two ago or more.
1: Yeah, her Instagram account. She's been doing a lot of flashback photos over the mm. last couple of weeks of her and Mike Bennett talking about their their life and their journey through uh, with each other through professional wrestling. Um, you know, she even did a, a a throw or it was either a throwback or a flashback uh, of literally the first independent oh. show that they ever worked together. And she was talking about how she appreciated the journey that these uh, that have uh, been on with you and can't wait to continue this journey and see what else is in store for us here in the months to come and stuff like that almost as if she was kind of giving a almost a hint saying like there's something big on the horizon and I can't wait to see what comes from that so mm. and there had already been a rumor a week yeah. uh, or excuse me a month ago that Uh, WWE really had their interest and eye in Mike Bennett, and they were originally going to think about putting him on the Backlash card, but apparently Backlash was already uh, booked out, so they weren't going to throw somebody new onto the card. But they figured one of two things was going to happen. He was either going to show up uh, on NXT, which would have been Saturday, and and work down there or they want to have some kind of main star power uh, over, on, or over on SmackDown still, and Mike Bennett is good to go. Like, he would, he would be fine. I don't, know. I don't know much about him. He Trust me. Dude's the real deal. If you want to go and do some research, just go look up matches from Ring of Honor. He even had a stint in New Japan with his partner, Matt Taven, that were known as The Kingdom, which coincidentally as well – Who was also the leader uh, and member of the kingdom Adam Cole Mm -hmm. so um, it's very possible that we could potentially not see the kingdom because again that's a ring of honor trademark so I doubt that they would show up there but we could have somewhat of a kingdom reunion with Adam Cole Michael Bennett and Maria the first lady of pro wrestling as well so I'm I'm hoping to see him. I hope I hope something happens on SmackDown tomorrow night. I really hope he shows up here. If not, tomorrow night here in the next couple of weeks or so, because Mike Bennett's the real deal, and I'd love to see him in WWE. I think he'd be a perfect fit in WWE.
2: Yeah, I need to to look more up about him. How do you spell his name? Michael. Oh, the Michael Bennett. He okay, goes it, by either one. It was bringing up this big, this big black guy, and I think that's an NFL player. It's like I don't think this is him. Yeah, no, that's
1: not him. <laughs> no, not him. <laughs> yeah. like, white guy. Is, I'm telling you now. Is this? Uh, <laughs> I
2: was like, oh, maybe. I, didn't, I mean, I don't know.
1: Oh no! Trust me, I do. It's yeah, a is, white guy. Does Michael
2: Bennett <laughs> have long hair or short hair now?
1: Uh, I believe now he has short hair.
2: Okay, I just want to pick the right picture for the cover photo.
1: You go right on ahead.
2: I multitask. But, uh, you know, I wonder, can Maria wrestle now or what? Um, cause she never could when no, she I, was there.
1: <laughs> no, but I, but I think she was always one of those old school divas. Like she was not meant to be a wrestler. She did not yeah. want to be a wrestler. I think she really wanted to stick to the, the valet, like a throwback Miss Elizabeth type of character. Um, yeah, so, and which I definitely I enjoy point.
2: that Lana and stuff. People are always like, "Oh, the girls should wrestle." That's not what they're there for all the time. Sometimes they're there just to be the manager,
1: and and just like dude, like Paul Heyman is a prime example of that too. Yeah, exactly. You know
2: I mean?
1: He's there. He was there to be a manager, mm-hmm. and it's the same premise here too. There's just some girls that, quite frankly, they don't need to be wrestlers. Let them just be the valet. Let them be the arm candy. uh let them get noticed that way. There's nothing wrong with that. I um, agree with that. So I will. I don't mind seeing uh, seeing Maria just be his side sidearm. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. She can still cheat and do all that. There's mm-hmm. nothing nothing wrong with that.
2: Uh, what other news do we have for you? What else do you want to talk about, Travi?
1: Well, we've got the sale you know, five-way coming up still. Um, I think we touched on it briefly last week, but who do you think is going to be the fit for Brock Lesnar? Like, who do you think they're actually going to go for? Because,
2: like, I love Finn Balor, but it just doesn't feel right. Balor versus Brock Lesnar. I don't know. Does that feel right to you?
1: I don't know. It's. In a way, I, I'm down for it, and I can't see it going. Um, at the same time, it's like, um, oh, man, I don't. I don't want to see I don't know.
2: Finn Balor get injured again, because Brock Lesnar is a pretty... Everybody knows Brock, Brock Lesnar does not hold back in the ring. He kind of hits stiff, and he's a hard... You know, you know, like, he, oh, yeah. he's not very good at wrestling, and people have always said in his matches, like, be prepared, because he kind of hits pretty hard.
1: Yeah, and I won't say that he's, he's not good at wrestling. That is well, totally not the case.
2: Well, amateur wrestling, no, but professional wrestling... Unless they're not letting him do a move set. He doesn't have a lot of moves, man.
1: Well, now they've relegated him to, coincidentally, the Goldberg treatment of, uh, you know, but suplex. if he's repeat, such a good suplex wrestler, suplex,
2: then they wouldn't do that, would they?
1: Uh, Wrong. Oh. That doesn't mean a damn thing. Oh. Brock Lesnar is a former UFC fighter. He doesn't yeah. need to do anything. His name is the draw.
2: I'm a professional wrestling, though. If you're going to be a professional wrestler... And not even fight for two months of having the title belt. Come on. Is that right to
1: you? I mean, it doesn't matter what's right to me or what's no, not. No, right, right to you, me. Travis. I want to know, in
2: your opinion, as a fan, a spectator, somebody who has the title belt for two months and hasn't wrestled once, what, is that, what does that say to you?
1: With the way that they're wanting to portray Brock Lesnar as being this. This stoic, nobody-can-beat-him sort of guy or whatever you want to say. Um, personally, I don't mind the treatment that Brock Lesnar gets. Uh, he brings legitimacy to the Women's Championship. I'm, I'm sorry, <laughs> not the <laughs> Women's. <laughs> he brings legitimacy to the Universal title. <laughs>
2: That's no That's know. Uh, You're tired because you never mess up on that kind of stuff.
1: <laughs> oh, I know. But, hey, I have my moment. I know. I um, you know. But he, uh, he's bringing that level of legitimacy to the universal title. and You think so? With him no, not think, even
2: wrestling or being there, you think it really does?
1: Yeah, because think about it. you got all these guys that are fighting to get their chance at this one guy. Granted, it's the basic principles of what we've seen before in wrestling, and it always works. Mm-hmm. But Brock Lesnar is a certified Gee. beast. Yeah, if we will, you know What I mean?
2: Sorry.
1: Yeah, like this guy, he is a he is a once in a lifetime athlete. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, there's, I don't know anybody else within the last generation or Bird decade angle. that's been uh, that's been a pro wrestler, an NFL superstar, a UFC not only superstar but champion at that. Um, and then came back to WWE. I don't think there's anybody else that's well, ever done that. Well, won the
2: Olympics with a broken freaking neck.
1: I mean, he did the Olympics, sure, but he never fought MMA.
2: Well, that's true, but Brock Lesnar also is on steroids. Well. Dude, come on. But you know what? The other UFC guys are too. A lot of them are. There, a there's,
1: of them. A, there's a lot of guys that get busted for it. So, oh, yeah. yeah,
2: come on. Uh, yeah, yeah.
1: But so that's why I, I kinda take that out of contention. Uh yeah. granted I'm not a fan of cheaters, you know, I'm and
2: oh, that's um, just yeah. how it is.
1: You know? I'm like if you can't do it fair and square, then don't do it at all.
2: For real. That's why um, I, I but there's some
1: too. people that disagree with that. Yeah, there's some people that disagree with that and that's fine, that's your prerogative. It's but, not prerogative. Yeah, no, right. Sorry. It usually is my prerogative.
2: Um. So let's do a couple more topics and call this a day. Um, how did you think Shinsuke Nakamura did on Backlash? Uh
1: you know i I like Nakamura and the match is solid. It was a it was a very good match between him and and uh, Ziggler. Definitely not what I expected. I'm I'm glad that Ziggler got to have some some moves into there himself. Um, but. To be honest, it was one of those things where I expected something way different. What do you mean? I expected more at Rob. Like, what do you um, mean? Ziggler's just not on the same level anymore. Like, Ooh, what do you mean by that? I, I don't think Ziggler is really anything that's to be desired for anymore.
2: That's kind of sad. Uh,
1: it's very sad. And, and, the reason I say that is because he's been a guy who has been a consistent player, been a consistent worker, mm-hmm. definitely deserves every spot that he's ever had in WWE. I agree
0: with
1: Here's that. Here's my problem with it. Here's my issue with him now. What's different? What has he done different in the last, we'll give it, I'll give him three years. You know, he's held the belt twice he's been Mr. Money in the bank. Um, granted, both of his title runs were completely stupid. Uh, one of them only lasted literally the length of a show. (laughs) Uh, the other one lasted a month. Thanks to his concussions. Um, he really, he really doesn't have the star appeal anymore. In my opinion, like I know his feud with the Miz last year was really good. And it was, um, but at the same time, I became very uninvested in Dolph Ziggler. He's a great hand, but we're never going to see him in the title picture again.
2: You don't think his so? heel run
1: he, No, his heel run that he's on right now, he's not anything different. Somebody that uh, – or Josh Eisenberg over at WrestleZone.com said it in his review of the match. Ziggler's supposed to be a heel, Right. Hmm. Why in the hell is he coming out wearing an American flag on his trunks against a Japanese guy, and he's supposed to be playing the heel? That's a good point. Where's the logic? Yeah, you know, where where's the logic in that? There isn't any.
2: So you really think so? Ziggler just doesn't have it anymore. You just think he doesn't have that appeal. He's, he's the Matches, his matches aren't cool. good anymore, Four or years what? Ago. Do what? It means his matches aren't good enough to you anymore. They're boring,
1: or what? He's a, that's what I'm saying. Is he's a consistent performer? I'm not. I'm not doubting his credibility as a performer. Yeah. But what is different about his character? What sets him aside? Well,
2: I mean, that could be a debate, man. I mean, he he has a different look to him. That's for sure. Um, he wow. he has he has like he just looks a little different. I mean you don't have many guys anymore that have long blonde hair and have that kind of like HBK kind of feel to him. I mean, I know he's not HBK, but it kind of feels like it's what he's. He's almost like a cross between Billy Gunn and HBK.
1: I mean, he's gotten the Billy Gunn reference for new numerous years. Shawn Michaels has even uh, been giving him the nod of saying that he's like a Shawn Michaels, but I think AJ Styles has taken that role now amongst anybody else because as much as Ziggler has good matches, Ziggler does not have the reputation of an AJ Styles to where he can have a good match with anybody. Yeah. Ziggler does not have that reputation. Ziggler can have good matches with the right dance partner, if you will. Um, Wait, don't you almost point, think that's because they don't he, put
2: Ziggler with enough top guys who can have good matches? Because arguably, everybody AJ Styles is usually with are not just best wrestlers, but they're high profile to where you are more intensely watching the match.
1: Here's the thing Ziggler would have, in my opinion, a completely different change of tone in regards to how I view him right now um, had he had actually been crowned champion back at SummerSlam. Yeah, I think that's, um, When he that's made good that feud yeah. with him, with that little feud that he had with Dean Ambrose, this goes to my point when I said that he can not he's not consistent for having great matches all the time. Yeah. Okay? Um, Ziggler and Ambrose put on what a lot of people called was the stinker match of the night. Yeah. Everybody expected something to be really good because Dean Ambrose was known as him being a new WWE champion at the time. Mm-hmm. He was known for being a good worker and a good hand, but... As most people would come to find out, hindsight 2020,
0: hmm.
1: uh, Dean Ambrose was not really that good of a WWE champion. You know, it's, it's yeah, which is it's weird. It's, it's almost kind of sad. His his title reign, his title reign was very forgettable. Matter of fact, of all the three members of the Shield, the one that I thought would break out from the pack and be like the psychotic lunatic that actually could make money that people would
2: mm-hmm. be
1: you know revving for at all times is the one who arguably has been the least successful out of all three. Which is weird, because and,
2: back in the day, me, you, Tyler, I think George, too, would always argue about who would probably be bigger or better, and you guys were always so stuck on Dean Ambrose. All of you. All all of you guys were always stuck on Dean yeah, Ambrose, and I was like, I don't really like him much. If anybody would pick Rollins or Reigns.
1: Well, seeing that, and, and you know, as it would later go, uh, some people more so wwe than anything would say that uh reigns was the leader um i think uh i think a lot of people would even argue now that seth rollins was really yeah. the leader i, uh, mean, I would
2: any the thing i would think rollins was a leader because when he talked more it seemed more i don't know it seemed something better
1: I mean, when Ambrose and Rollins both talked, they said way better than Roman Reigns did any day. <laughs> Do you think they ever actually
2: bring the shield together, bring them all together again, or are they kind of all too past that?
1: No, no, they're not past that at all. And it's going to happen eventually. I mean, all three guys are on Raw now. You know, it's it's going to happen, whether it happens now or next year. Personally, they broke the shield up and in, in – um we're almost three years later and honestly it hasn't been enough time uh, i say that because the best reunions of a faction have always come at the right moment it's not too short and it's not too long yeah um granted dx is a little bit of an example but with dx uh the original members of hbk and triple h a team if you will uh since 1998 and then you know we didn't see them as a team we saw them as opponents yeah and to this very day i have i'm very much uh the believer that uh triple h the triple h Shawn michaels feud was one of the best feuds of the ruthless aggression era that i've ever seen Really um and honestly in all yeah, in all of WWE, go back and watch those matches, dude, and tell me from SummerSlam two thousand two and actually you can go on the network, I believe you can watch the entire build up from uh, where HBK came back and you can watch the build up for that match alone for SummerSlam. Yeah. And you can't tell me that you didn't get excited to see Sean uh Think of all the matches that we saw them then. from that point forward. They were in the first Elimination Chamber match together where Sean was the one who pinned Triple H in the final two to become world champion. The following month, we saw three stages of hell with them at Armageddon for the world title that saw Triple H win. Um, then we would see uh, periodically throughout the, the next year, we'd see them fight on Raw um, against one another, one of them which was in Shawn Michaels' hometown of San Antonio, Texas, oh, yeah. and it was a great matchup between the two of them that saw what people thought Shawn Michaels had won, but it turned out to be a draw, which then led into their uh, last man standing match at the Royal Rumble 2004. Once again... Oh, I'm not saying you're wrong. I, just forgot, I kind of forgot about yeah. all this stuff. Dude, I mean, they, they were great storytellers, and then that's where you, again, can go from... Triple H and Michaels uh, helped solidify Chris Benoit at the time because that you feud can't say ran his name into on the Chris show. Whatever. Yes, we can. <laughs> um, but they went into the triple threat main event match uh, at WrestleMania 20, which a lot of people still will say was one of the best main events in WrestleMania history. Then they did an encore of that match the following month at Backlash. But yeah. then finally where the feud ended and it rightfully so, which is why I'm at, huge believer that that feud is one of the best feuds that WWE has ever put together culminated at bad blood between Triple H and Shawn Michaels inside Hell in a Cell that match golden golden Um, there's a few I have a top five favorite Hell in a Cell matches um, that I personally enjoy yeah, uh, and I think actually really solidify what the Hell in the Cell match was meant for, which everybody will always tell you Hell in the Cell was meant to be the finality of a feud. Yeah. And I've got the top five for me that I thought that was a great, uh, great match, and of course my reasonings behind that too. Uh, hmm. That being said, mm-hmm. if you've got the network go back and watch that feud and you know, tell me that it's not... I need to watch, I need to watch S- Network more because like,
2: I get to these phases where I watch so much WB Network that it burns me the hell out and I watch... I, like, seriously, I'll watch it nonstop for like a week. It's all I watch, nothing else. I get home from work, play a new whatever on there and then I'll like I'll, like not watch it for a month besides the pay-per-view. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah,
1: it's... I can understand that. No, I can understand
2: that. I just... I know they have little things here and there, but I feel like there's not enough content still.
1: Oh no! See, I hardly no. I I'm saying totally new content,
2: new stuff, like new content that is fresh, not re shows or recaps or top fives, top tens. I personally love WWE Network for the documentaries, the WWE Twenty Four. That's the stuff I really love. I love seeing the guys behind the stages. That's 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 the key for me. Besides the pay per view and save so much freaking money, you know? Yeah,
1: and, and oh, did you I agree see with that.
2: that? I... The Finn Balor 24? Yes, very well done. Whoa, really Very good. well done. Man, you felt so bad for him. And I watched the Enzo Amore one.
1: Remember? Enzo Amore? Oh, no, I'm
2: sorry. There is a Enzo, ironically, uh, remember how I was kind of talking trash but Enzo last week? Remember or no?
1: Yes, I do. Okay,
2: well, not trash, but I didn't say like you know I don't really like him that much and stuff. He's too comical. But I that same day or next day, I watched him like twenty-four thing with him and Cass like a year or two at WrestleMania. Like like they're making their Raw debut. Oh wait a minute.
1: Okay, are you talking about are you talking about the Raw after Mania? You're yeah. Talking about that yes.
2: One? Okay. It was really good. I it really showed me how much uh, Enzo. Would, I don't know. It showed me I, I have more respect now for Enzo and Cast.
1: See, and and I can I can agree with that personally when it comes to big casts. Um, I think honestly, do you remember that there's a show on there on WWE Network also that I thought was really good, and I hope that eventually uh, they bring it back for a season two somehow. But that show, Breaking Ground,
2: I yeah. thought was oh, yeah.
1: very, very very. I like it, too. You know, uh, it was very – yeah, it was very much a WWE version of uh, uh, Hard Knocks from HBO, which, you know, goes into the NFL teams. Uh, Very similar to it. And it was very well done. It was a very well done show. They should just do more Um, than 24s. I'm like, you know, I like 24. Oh, yeah, I love the 24s. I'm also a very big fan of the Beyond the Ring segment.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. uh, Which – because that's why I never really buy a documentary any, anymore. Exactly. Because I know that usually at the very at the very most I'll have to wait a year before they put it out on the network. But if that's a year I gotta wait, okay. Yeah, really. So what?
0: I'll wait a year. You
1: know, the Eric Bischoff one was released about a year or so ago. I've watched that. year. that's on there now. Watch yeah. that one. The one that I was more excited about came out last year, announced last year. That came out was the Scott Hall one. Mm. That one's up on the network now too. I don't think I have watched uh, that Scott one on yet. It's good. It's man. It makes you feel for Scott Hall too. Really? I mean, like, uh, yeah, and and I don't mean that as a. They should do one like, for
2: Scott Steiner.
1: Go, no. <laughs> <laughs> Scott Steiner would be the most vulgar WWE oh my documentary. God. Seriously. <laughs> He's so funny though.
2: I don't know. I've always liked. I've always loved Scott Steiner.
1: Probably because you share his same mouth. I don't know. Maybe.
2: I don't know. I'm an angel.
1: I don't mean, know. Whatever. <laughs> You'll get struck by lightning and that little halo will get uh, knocked off his horns.
2: That's true. What's that halo song that Taylor Swift song? I don't know. <laughs> Okay, I'm getting tired as hell. Anything else you want to add to the week? Oh, and also, sorry that we are doing this on Monday again because Ram Jam stayed up way too late Saturday night, and, yeah. Yeah, so, loser. Blame me again. At least we're still doing it.
1: you can damn right, I will. It's your fault. <laughs>
2: um, now, so, now you
1: got say. Now you got to say the Snitsky line because I figured you would. Oh, it wasn't my fault. Exactly.
2: <laughs> um, I'm trying to think what else happened that we can end this on
1: a topic. Hmm. I mean, oh. honestly, I think we hit we hit all of them pretty well.
2: That's true. I was going to say the Randy Orton, the Randy Orton stuff just gets gets better and better online. I mean, <laughs> he, Randy Orton is literally like a little troll, isn't he? Uh yeah, he
1: just. But He doesn't mind. Isn't it kind of funny, law.
2: though? Did you see when he uh, dropped the Sing Brothers on the tables? I, I was like, whoa. Oh, and my
1: God. Even. <laughs>
2: I know. And then even Orton himself, uh, man. Uh, did you see that meme or something I shared was like uh, Randy Orton found out the Sing Brothers love to dive? And so I was like, oh, my God. Uh, I don't
1: know. No, I don't know if I saw that one or not. I was laughing my ass uh,
2: off. And basically saying that, oh, when they were in Indies all the time, they'd always dive. And so Randy Orton, like, you know, went hard on them. I was laughing my ass off. Randy Orton's expressions, oh my goodness.
1: Oh, yeah, there was a video that somebody, that I did share about it, where they were watching it, where they were like, oh, and he knew it, too. Orton knew he had he done oh, fucked man. up, you know? See, those are the kind of stuff that make me like la- more- The UI. first one, the first toss oh, yeah. of the Singh brother was not too bad. Like it was, it was like okay, that looked that looked vicious, but at the same time, it was like the way he landed, it wasn't too awkward. It was the second one yeah. though, where literally he not not did not just picked him up and dropped him, literally hoisted him and flipped him to where he landed damn near on his head.
2: It makes on the me think like
1: of the announce table.
2: It made me think like Orton really doesn't give a crap if they wrestle any anymore or something. You know what I mean? Like I think he's getting I think it's
1: getting to a point where he's ready to he's ready to call it a career. Oh, you think so? I thought you, I thought you said he had I think long he, contract. I, think it's there. I mean his contract's up in twenty twenty, so you think about it, three years yeah. really isn't that long. That's Especially true. when he signed it, it was it seemed a lot longer than that. Yeah, but I, so, I I'm
2: not sure not talking crap about Orton, but Orton seems like one of those guys he just, probably doesn't know what else to do with his life. Because oh, I'm not trying to say I know yeah. the guy's backstory and history. There ain't
1: no probably. about
2: that. You what?
1: Yeah, there ain't no probably about that. You know what I, I mean? Though,
2: I have, if you watch I'm his old right interviews there. and documentaries and stuff, he didn't even want to be a wrestler.
1: No, he became a wrestler because honestly, he worked at a gas station, um, and then after
2: running away from the military, one day, you know. He,
1: yeah. And he just looked at his dad, didn't know what he was gonna do with his life, and went with him, went with his dad to one of the shows and talked with Vince. Vince liked his look, and you know the rest is history. He sent him down to OVW to start training, and he was like, you know, I'm a big, he, he goes, I'm a big guy talking about his height, and he's like, I can, I'm gonna fill out eventually too. So literally, he, because I mean, what do you really see him in for advertisements? Let's let's compare Randy Orton and John Cena because. Just, John Cena and Randy Orton arguably are the two most successful guys to come out of the Ruthless Aggression era into our modern era. Yeah. Yes? Can we, yeah. can we agree that? Oh, yeah. Okay. What do we see John Cena doing? Movies, advertising, mm-hmm. award shows, anything and everything under the Tuscan sun, John Cena does. What does Randy Orton do?
2: Uh, gets caught smoking pot all the time.
1: Well, no, he, he got caught with steroids, but.
2: Oh, was it steroids? That it was a uh, weed.
1: No, no dude. He was, he, he had, a, he had a very bad pill addiction at one point.
0: Oh. Um,
1: which I believe, yes, that there could have been some steroids involved in those pills. Um, uh, but I don't know. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna speculate completely yeah, on yeah, that. Yeah. but I know that, you know, he did, he did get popped for the wellness policy twice. Yeah. Uh, So, I don't, I don't know. But going back to what I'm saying, what really, what does Orton do? Yeah, it's It's not like he's a spokesman for anybody.
2: (laughs) That's not. That's my point. I just feel like he's one of those guys. He's going to leave wrestling for a year or two, and just come back and end up like the rest of his life being that wrestler that just cannot say no anymore. You know what I mean? It's like I just don't see him having a future doing anything else. I agree. Because you never... I don't think... His movies
1: flop. Oh, there ain't even no flop about him. If, when your movies... When your movies are 12 rounds, two, and I believe that's the only one he's done. Yeah. And who the hell even watched the first one?
2: <laughs> I know, right? Sad but true. Oh, man. Well, Trevi, I'm getting tired. And we of course... I told you it was going to be a shorter episode and it being 52 minutes. So There you go, see. Every time, I don't know what ha- why it is. Um I don't know either. Well, hopefully Rumbling reality this week, if not, whatever. Um make sure guys to like us on Facebook, share us, share our stuff. Uh don't share Travis's stuff, share my stuff only. Um all the good stuff. <laughs> I'm just
1: kidding. Sounds good to me.
2: I'm just kidding. All right, Travy. Have a good night, buddy. Later, my brother. I'll see you next time. See you guys. Hopefully later this week. If not, Monday again. Peace out.
1: Yeah. RR. <laughs> At least we're doing we're not it. Talking about relaxation, either.
2: <laughs> see you, man. Peace out. <laughs>